My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Friends and family from around the country and literally around the world, this is another episode with your host, David J. Harris, Jr. And today I have the privilege and the honor to have a very, very good friend of mine on the show with me, a man that I admire so, so much because he has not bowed to the mandates that are against our constitutional rights. He has said no to the cease and desist orders that have come down to him against his church, and uh, they've just come against his church again. He is in California, my good friend, Jurgen Mathesius. Jurgen, my brother, bless you. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing so well, David. What an honor to be on your show. Just want to say that um, don't underestimate how many people uh, quote you, look to you. You are honestly uh, fire in our bones and courage and strength. You know, I know that for us, the stand that we're taking, and I talked to so many of the other pastors who are taking stands, it's because of people like you that are true patriots that stand up for our constitution and our rights. So I just want to say that, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's iron sharpening iron. And uh, thank you for being you. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for not staying silent. Great book. Thank you for not backing down. Well, thank you, Jurgen. Uh, that's an honor to hear that from you. You know, I, I felt like I missed the boat a while back years ago when I didn't wind up, when I didn't find myself within the four walls of the church building the kingdom there. And then a friend of mine said, David, God didn't call you to the four walls of the church. He wants you outside of the four walls wow. of the church. He wants you building the kingdom from, from, uh, from the outside. And uh, so I, it's an honor, though, and a privilege. I, I love that I got to speak. You invited me to speak at your amazing church in San Diego, Awaken Church. Um, you've got so many fantastic stories and I love following on social media. Anybody that's not following Jurgen, make sure you follow him. We'll make sure we put up his handle at the end of this. But uh, you are a pastor that understands the reason for the church, the reason why you're there in your community. And you, we've gone through lockdowns. California went through very strict lockdowns. Um, tell us why you decided to uh, what you did to navigate the lockdowns, and then we'll get into what recently, just as in the last few days, where you've been literally told to cease and desist having church uh, in your city. Yeah, so um, when, when COVID first broke out, you know, there, there was so much um, hyper-sensationalism in the media, and, you know, countries were going into lockdown everywhere. People were freaking out. So so we we complied. We're like, you know, golly gee, we, we don't know what this thing is. We better do our part. So we heard about, you know, listen, 15 days to flatten the curve, go online. So we thought, okay, we'll spend all this money, bought all this equipment, upgraded everything and really got an online game going. And, uh, and, and you know, at first it, it kind of tickled our ego because at first we're like, wow, this is incredible. We have got 30,000 people, 40,000 people, 50,000 people watching online. This is incredible. Wow. People were prophesying, wow, this is the new church growth. But then uh, my my media marketing guy sat with me and he said, yeah, Pastor, and have a look at this graph. The average viewer time is six minutes. Mm. And I just thought, wow, we're doing one hour programs. And the I mean, 
are they skipping out after song number two? Are they skipping out at the offering? Are they skipping out after the first point? Of the, I'm thinking you can't absorb in six minutes, you no. know, w- w- and sustain all the negativity that is bombarded 168 hours a week on every single airwave or medium. Then what we found, David, was that the rise in people um, relapsing back into alcohol addiction, drug addiction, falling away, depression, anxiety, the uh, domestic violence, the breakups, the, just the pressure that, that our men were under. So we decided, you know what, we're going to start back with prayer meetings. And they came to try and shut down our prayer meetings. We have a Tuesday morning, 5.30 a.m. prayer meeting where we have around about 800 men throughout our wow. locations gather at 5.30 in the morning. And there were men there and they got their, their American flags on. They got their Trump 2020 hats on. And they're like, man, <laughs> thank you for being open. Thank you. Thank you for not backing down. And yeah. I'm telling you, it was, it, it's meant to be one hour of prayer. We have not been able to go less than 90 minutes because one hour of prayer and then there's 30 minutes of ministry time where Mm. men are confessing their struggles, confessing their relapses, confessing marriages are getting healed. So then we began to realize, David, we're a hospital. So, you know, we we learn in Bible college that church isn't a hotel for saints. It's a hospital for sinners. You don't shut down a hospital in a pandemic. Well, right right now, it's not just COVID that's the pandemic. Depression, anxiety, addiction, hopelessness. I mean, uh, the LA Times published that the suicide hotline went up by 8,000% during this this lockdown. So you you better believe that we're a hospital for sinners and we have to be open. Well, and that's what just uh, really irks me. You know, it really hits hard too because I've had, you know, I've had my struggles in life and I had, especially earlier in my years, you know, I battled uh, suicidal thoughts, you know, and I, 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 God, thank God, that I had a praying mom that really believed in the power of prayer and went after it in, in prayer. And, and God got me through those times, but to hear that the suicide hotline jumped 8,000% and to understand that, that exactly what you're saying is the truth is you're a spiritual hospital for the sick, right? That people can yeah. be physically sick, yes. but people are emotionally sick. People yes. are spiritually mentally, sick. Yeah. And for those people that are mentally, spiritually, and emotionally sick, mm-hmm. Where are they going to go? You can't go to a regular hospital. You need to yeah. go to a church. You got to go yeah. to a place like your church, Awaken Church in San Diego, where you understand what's taking place and you're able to meet people at their at their point of need and 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 with what they need and to to understand that this is these draconian measures by these mostly Democrat tyrants. I mean, it's tyranny. I, I was on my show yesterday. I had to read again for everybody. Just the First Amendment of our Constitution is all about religious liberties and freedom. That you'll make no laws that'll that'll infringe on our ability to gather, assemble together, uh, to to shun, shun our religious liberties and freedoms in any way, shape, or fashion. And yet, that's exactly what these tyrants are doing. And it just it's uh, I, I'm gonna I will get to this again, but I'm I've reached I've reached I've felt in my spirit I've reached a new level of absolute angst and and unapologetic no disobedience against these orders that are yes. trying to shut us down, shut our churches down and tell us that we can't gather, that we can't sing. Uh, it's that's where, that's where I'm going, but we'll, we'll get into that again later. Uh, so, so you're going to tell us what you did then once your prayers meetings were 90 minutes, you're meeting the people there. Uh, what month was this? Go ahead and just pick up from where you left off there. Yes. Yeah, so, so that we, we basically shut down, you know, the, the, the March, uh, I think it was March 12th at all, you know, came out. So 
we went all the way through to Easter, all the way through to Easter with no church. And then after that, like, we just thought we can't do, we cannot claim to be shepherds and care for our people and stay shut down. So we said, okay, what we're going to do is August the 23rd, we're going to go back into full services because that's our, our 15th birthday. But what we did was we then started having what we called house parties where, you know, we kind of flirted with the mandate of, of only having small groups meet. And so we had, you know, anywhere between 10 and sometimes up to 50 people in homes meeting. They were breaking bread, fellowshipping, and we noticed immediately a spike. And, and the testimonies began to roll in of people coming back from drugs and alcohol. And what was really sad, David, was that, uh, you know, a governor, and it's all the Democrat governors, they say this. They say that, hey, strip clubs, essential, got to be open. Abortion clinics, essential, got to be open. Wow. Marijuana dis- dispensaries, essential, got to be open. Casinos, essential, got to be open. Liquor stores, essential, got to be open. Now I'm not trying to disparage. They have, they actually have rights and freedoms as well. So I'm not trying to take away their rights. What I'm trying to say is you think about it. I'm a young man. I'm struggling with the draconian lockdowns. Each one of those directions that I have uh, an opportunity to go in is only going to bring me deeper into mess. If I go to a strip club, I'm telling you, my wife will knock both my eyes and my teeth out of my, (laughs) if I go to a marijuana dispensary, now I've got a new addiction. If I go, if I start drinking, you know, the number one cause of domestic violence is, is alcohol abuse. So, you know, gambling is, I'm struggling because I'm losing money. So I'm going to go and gamble. You know, it's, it's every one of those vices was was almost engineered by the devil to take people wow. deeper into debt. So we just thought, man, we just you know what? And we have a naughty saying, David, in Australia, and it's and the acronym is BOYS, B-I-O-Y-S. And so it's a very naughty saying. Forgive me. And you might have to bleep it out later. But in Australia, we have this saying, mate, you can blow it out your shorts. So we just said, you know what, Newsom, you can blow it out your shorts. We're actually going to open church. We're going to go back to full services. So from August 23rd, we open and we are unapologetic. One of the things we did do was we got um, uh, polar ionization units. And uh, what the polar ionization units do is they knock out 99.4% of pathogens and viruses that are in the air. So the truth is our services, we're not just kind of rebelling and saying, hey, we don't care about people's health. We actually do. We did the research. We found that masks have a zero to three percent effect against yep. COVID. But yep. what we found is the uh, is the polar ionization units has a ninety nine point four. It's almost impossible. The only way you can catch COVID in one of our services is if you suck the carpet. And we recommend <laughs> against that. So. I don't think you're going to find anybody in there doing that uh, <laughs> unless they really need some mental help. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so have you had any cases of COVID in your church uh, since you've been holding services? So we've had none. We've had none, obviously, from our services. But my son and daughter got married in, in August, August the 6th. They got married. My oldest son was so beautiful. They went to Cabo San Lucas on their uh, honeymoon, came back. And my son's like, yeah, I've got a bit of a fever and I've lost a, a sense of taste. And and Raquel, his, his beautiful bride, said, yeah, and I've had this sore throat. And, you know, so we got them both tested and they both came back positive with COVID. And what was wow. interesting was I called, you know, grandma, Leanne's mum in Australia and said, oh, you know, they just got back from the honeymoon. They both got COVID. She's, oh, no, oh, my, you know, because they've been so dramatized by yeah. like it's a death sentence. 
And right. I said, no, no, no. They went to the doctors. The doctor said, yeah, you got COVID. Take vitamin C, yep. chicken soup, and get plenty of rest. Yeah. And I was like, hang on. Then, then we had a guy in our church, beautiful guy, who, um, again, traveled to Mexico. He is Mexican. He, uh, he had some comorbidities. And, again, is in that higher risk. He got COVID, went to the hospital. And they sent him home saying, take Advil, vitamin C, and just rest up. Let your body do the work. And he yes. said he was better again in three days. Wow. So, so I'm, trying to, I'm trying to navigate the people in our church that have gotten COVID. Uh, no one's caught it from any of our services because it's almost impossible. But the mm. people that are connected to our church, all 100% recovery. And, and when I look at the, the COVID death rates and then the draconian lockdowns, it's yeah. something's mismatched. It's, it's entirely, I believe, it is entirely political. I believe that China released this virus yeah. in the United States yeah. to create the havoc that it created. And yeah. then the Democrat politicians, and if you got to understand, there's a global elite Call them yeah. the cabal, whatever you want to call them. There's a global yeah. elite that would love to take America out to to take us off of our stance, to take away our freedoms and control us. And they're all they they all communicate. I mean, it's literally like I'm watching all these different draconian measures, more lockdowns, less data to show and prove that the lockdowns actually do anything positive or good for us at all. Yet they're continuing to do things that harm Americans, that destroy businesses. So many businesses will never even come back. Lives are not coming back. You've got short stories you've shared with me about some of the individuals that are that are in those cases of uh, you know higher risk suicide, military individuals, veterans. Um, they don't care about any of that. They want the chaos, and it's they like the they're trying to shut the church down. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? What is it? What world are we living in right now? This is really the United States of America. Yeah, and like Did you, you said, never you know, think that you'd see the day. Yes, in our lifetime where we're dealing with this. When we moved here 15 years ago, like I was born in Germany, grew up in, in Australia, lived in New Zealand, and then moved to the United States of America. And if you would have told me 15 years ago that we would be at a place where the church is forbidden, where the church is shut down by the government, I would have said, you know what? You're smoking crack. I know a really good recovery program. This, And yeah. yet here we are. It is unbelievable. But, you know, the sad thing is is that so many people don't know what you quoted on your show yesterday. Most people don't know their First Amendment, their Second Amendment. They don't know the Constitution and the constitutional right. rights. So Hosea 4, 6 in the Bible, God speaking, says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Yeah. And that doesn't just apply to, to Scripture. It also applies to the Constitution. Mm. You know, the Democrats have been very, very crafty. They've made sure to remove constitutional teaching from our education system. Yeah. Because it's very easy to weigh, it's much easier to take away rights that people don't know they have because they won't reach out and they won't fight for them if they don't know that they are their God-given rights. Yep. Um, you shared a story with me. You, you've got two things I still want to get at, two or three things I still want to get into. You've got, you've got Governor Gavin Newsom that has issued more very strict lockdown orders. These are not laws, they're orders. Uh, attacking churches specifically, attacking people gathering for Thanksgiving, giving a certain number of people that are outside your household that can even come and visit, and telling you you need to wear masks while you're in your own house. It's absolutely insane. We're going to get into that in just a second, and then I got to have you share that story that you shared with me about the uh, the individual uh, that uh, that tried to use a gun. It didn't go off. Uh, that story is just so amazing. Happened in your area. 
Uh, that's powerful. I got to do a quick word for my sponsor. You're going to be right back uh, for these for these amazing messages. Friends, if you love the show, if you want to help support me and support my show, give my products a try. My wife and I started this company, UncorkedLiving.com, seven and a half years ago because we wanted products that were good. We wanted products that were uh, that were ethical as far as their, their sourcing for ingredients. We were tired of trying products that just did not work. So we found a formulator that was able to give us the best uh, and the greatest in potency and purity for each ingredient before he actually creates our products. That's how we created our product line, uncorkedliving.com. We've got a whole food, plant-based, multi-mineral, multivitamin product that gives you almost every single thing you need. There's so much in this one product. Three of these a day gives you almost every single thing you need for your body to grow and maintain. Detox Plus, I take one of these every single night. It helps cleanse your gallbladder, your liver, and your colon. You wake up and you have a very good bowel movement. It helps relieve bloating. It just keeps everything moving. Interlean is our metabolism booster. One capsule in the morning, uh, and this revs up your metabolism, which is the rate your body naturally burns stored body fat. So we have people say that they lose weight without even trying with this taking this interlean. And then one of my favorites is our uncorked drink uh, packets. You put this into about 12 to 16 ounces of water, shake it up good. It's filled with super fruits and herbs designed to increase your mental clarity, your focus, and fuel your body with anti-aging benefits, antioxidant benefits, which are all amazing. Use the code for a limited time. Use the code REVIVE because we literally just got this back in stock and you'll save 30% off your entire order when you get REVIVE in that order. So uncorkedliving.com, use the code REVIVE for a limited time and I know you'll absolutely enjoy those products. All right, back to my special guest, Jurgen. You shared something with me uh, about the uh, the gentleman that that had a gun not go off. Before you get into that message and that story, let's talk specifically about what Gavin... Actually... We're going to go to this video. I've got a video where, yeah. where Gavin Newsom share some of the lockdown measures first. Before I show the video, share some of these lockdown orders that Gavin Newsom has put in place. And then we'll show the video where he was caught disobeying, disregarding all of his own orders. Thank you to my sponsor, Mike Lindell of MyPillow. He put out a brand new code, friends, Trump 2020. Yes, use the code, use the code Trump 2020 at mypillow.com and you'll save up to 66% on whatever you pick, whatever you get. I love his sheets. I love his mattress topper the most. It was like giving me a brand new mattress. My wife and I moved in to our home recently. We didn't put the mattress topper on the very first night. We woke up the next morning. We both looked at each other and said, we got to put the mattress topper on. It makes a huge difference in how you sleep. It's cool. You wake up feeling refreshed. I love his towels. I love his sheets. Use the code TRUMP2020 at MyPillow.com. You'll be supporting the Patriot and this Patriot and my show. Share some of the crazy oh, orders so that Gavin Newsom's put in place. And then I'm going to show this video. He's saying that uh, no more than, than three, uh, you know, groups. So, you know, my son, so I've got to choose. I've got four kids and, uh, you know, an in-law. So I've got to choose three of my four kids and their spouses to be able to come to Thanksgiving we're meant to wear masks. There's no to be no shouting, no singing. We're only allowed to have a two-hour Thanksgiving. Right now, he's debating on whether Christmas is going to go ahead. I mean, it's the Grinch who stole Christmas, the, the, the gruesome Newsome who stole Christmas right now. You have to wear your mask inside your house, pull it down, eat, and then pull it back up again. This is what they're trying to say that we have to do. So, I mean, and it, it, it gets deeper than that, but that's like on the surface that, Everyone is just saying, man, this is out of control. 
So he comes out with these orders, these lockdown orders, wear your mask indoors, no more than three people outside of your household can come over to your house. And then he gets caught in a restaurant with 12 people at a table and nobody's wearing masks. Here's his supposed apology. And at the end of his apology, you'll see the picture of him sitting there on his phone with no mask. And as soon as I sat down at uh, the larger table, I realized it was a little larger group uh, than I had anticipated. Uh, and I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car and drove back uh, to my house. The spirit of what I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted. And I got to own that. And so I want to apologize to you uh, because I need to preach and practice, not just preach and not practice. And I've done my best to do that. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. And literally just a few minutes ago, right before this newscast, the governor's team did get, did get back to us. They referred us to his previous apology, and they said they don't want to comment on the specific substance of our story tonight. Remember on Monday, the governor said he's going to learn from his mistake. He admitted that he fears he might have lost some of his moral authority because of all this, and people might start tuning him out on his COVID precautions because of his actions. So there you have him at a full table. Nobody is wearing masks. This is, the, this is literally do as I say, not as I do. This is literally the tyrant type of, of attitude that doesn't care about anybody else and thinks they're higher than everybody else and that they can get away with it except he got caught. Somebody that obviously understands who he was took that picture. You see him there on the, at the table. What are you being in California, understanding the, understanding the threats and the higher rates of all the things you mentioned, domestic violence, alcoholism, uh, 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 rehab, uh, uh, falling back into other things, uh, child abuse, all the things that are taking place. And then you see Gavin Newsom sitting there at the table and then giving that apology. What do you think about his apology? Well, you know, first of all, he's 100% right, you know, in the sense of I've lost moral authority or he fears he may have, may have hypocrisy, Jesus says, beware of hypocrisy. It's in the Pharisees and it's in Herod and, and so in political leaders. And sadly, you know, it, it, listen, if, 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 if COVID was as lethal as they're trying to let on, he wouldn't be doing that. But because he knows it's not as bad, he has no problem sitting at a table with 12 people. And this is exactly what you said, David. It's, it's rules for thee, but not for me. And we see the same thing. You know, Barack Obama, you know, we're going to fight climate change and buys beachfront property. If the rising yeah. sea levels are going to wipe out all of our coastlands, nobody's spending millions of dollars buying beach. But but the, but the hypocrisy yep. is a staple of the left, sadly. And yeah. uh, and the double standards, you know, there's, there's a, a saying that if they didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. So. People are beginning to rebel. And just I just want to throw a scripture out there just in case there are you know pastors or Christians that are watching, you know, maybe trying to critique. So all, all these nitwits have quoted to me Romans 13. Well, Romans 13, you got to submit to government. Well, hang on. Yesterday I was reading in Hebrews 11. And in Hebrews 11, it says, by faith, Moses's mum and dad, Yochebed and Amram, Moses's mum and dad did not comply did not comply mm. with Pharaoh's orders to give their child up to be thrown in the Nile River, but because they saw he was a beautiful child, hid him for three months. 
Wow. So literally that scripture is saying because of faith, their faith caused them to rebel against the draconian, deadly, destructive edicts by the government authority that they were under. And the Bible chalks that up as faith. So what wow. we're preaching is we're saying, hey, man, by faith, rebel against these draconian lockdowns. And if they were as serious as what we're being told on the airwaves, Newsom, um, Laurie Lightfoot, Nancy Pelosi, yep. Schumer, Coma, Cuomo. none of these people, none of them are living it. Are you kidding me? None yeah. of them are doing it because they know it's a hoax. Yep. They absolutely do. And uh, it's I just hope that people are waking up. Americans are waking up. People that have been believing, you know, the lie, believing this this fear mongering about this virus are waking up uh, to understand that it was 100 percent political. They wanted to use that and then use the mail in uh, mail in voting as a, a way to try to steal the election, which they're trying to. And there's a lot of exposing that's taking place on that front. But it's a coordinated attempt right now. I mean, I. I literally, I literally never have felt like I feel right now like we're literally living in and watching the unfolding of the final days. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. That's I how mean, personally, that's how yeah. I feel, Jurgen. I don't yeah. know if you feel that way. Yeah, but yeah, what I'm absolutely. seeing unfolding at the pace and the 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 speed and the the collective all out assault globally. I mean, I, I was watching last night. Uh, I think it was Laura Ingram, and she was talking about this world global conference that uh, uh that there that people are having that uh, bloomberg was there he's putting a bunch of money into this all these world leaders are talking about we need a one world government we need a one world currency they're using this pandemic to push us in that direction and the only yeah. one standing in the way of that is donald trump and the patriots behind him that believe in him otherwise it's if, if joe biden is to get in if he was to get in I, I think you see a one world order, a one world government, a one world currency before his before his first term ends. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the uh, he's the the the, the uh, bullet train towards a one world government. That's why they want him because he's he's got no moral substance, he's got no convictions. He he's he's a puppet. He does whatever they tell him to do. Already, yeah. when you're looking at some of the people he's naming to his, you know, his his cabinet, naming to the transition team, they're all radical. Uh, globalist agenda driven people and yeah. Donald Trump they that it was a global conspiracy to take out Donald Trump because he's a nationalist and yes. they they cannot fund this thing they cannot make this thing happen unless they get their hands on the treasure of the United States of America and that's what most people don't realize yeah. most it's not well you know well should we shouldn't Trump just concede you know Biden how bad could it be oh dear god if Biden gets in, you need to understand it's not just Biden's incompetence you've got to live under. It's a globalist elite with with a shepherd who is has no competency in protecting the, the people. The globalists will come in like vulture vultures yep. and they will take all of our wealth, all of our liberties, all yep. of our freedoms to fund their new world order. And you're right, Davos, Switzerland, already they posted it in June. That, that's how confident they were with, with uh, the, being able to steal this election. In June, they posted in January 21 in Davos, Switzerland, the top on, of their agenda at the World Economic Forum was a global reset. Yep. World Economic Forum, global reset. And, you know, uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, talked about we've got to use this pandemic yep. 
to reset the globe, to, to take some of America's wealth and give it to third world nations and, and fight climate change and all this nonsense. It's absolutely amazing to me that we're living in this day right now. Uh, all right. I really want you to get to the story of what took place. So you've been issued a cease and desist order. Share with us. A few if you're times now. <laughs> share with us. If you're going to comply and then share why you would not comply and share that story that you shared with me before we started. Absolutely. So, so we, we just felt like, you know, um, the, the apostles in the book of Acts, David said, Hey, listen, you got to judge. Do we obey God or do we obey men? And they said, because they were told, hey, you can't preach in the name of Jesus. You can't keep carrying on like this. You can't do what you're doing. And they said, well, listen, you guys be the judge. Do we obey God or do we obey men? And unfortunately, it's come to that in California where uh, we've got to make a decision. Do we obey God or do we obey men? And I have a greater responsibility. And that responsibility is that I understand and, and that people are not just a physical being. So I understand that COVID does have a physical impact on the respiratory system, you know, the lungs, the breathing apparatus, all that kind of stuff. I understand that. But these lockdowns and this pandemic doesn't just affect people physically. It affect, affects people emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. And from one of our campuses, our North campus, a story came just a few weeks ago of a former Marine fought for our nation. And many of our guys, because of the just the the uh, uh, attrition of war come back with levels of PTSD. Not all of them get help. And uh, his, his businesses were dramatically affected with the lockdowns so that he was losing income. He began to drink to try and cope. And that's what we do. You know, as human beings, we're going to reach for whatever's closest to self-medicate. He began to do that and then became not the person that his girlfriend who was living with him wanted to be with. So she had enough and they were fighting all the time. And so she said, you know what? I didn't sign up for this. I'm moving out. He begged that he would change. She left. She said, no, I'm out of there. So he lost his girl, you know, lost his livelihood, lost everything. So he decided he's just going to end it all. He goes to his drawer, pulls out his gun, puts a bullet in the chamber, puts it in his mouth to end everything, pulls the trigger and the bullet doesn't come out. He dislodges that bullet, puts another one in, puts it in his mouth, pulls the trigger again, this time screams, and the bullet doesn't come out. Just then his phone rings and it's his dad. And his dad said, son, I went to a church on Sunday, Awaken Church. You've got to come. They've got a service tonight. You've got to come. It, it's life-changing. They came to the service. First hand to go up to receive Christ was this, this, this man. Comes forward, he's weeping on the altar. For the next three days, he's telling his girl about our church. She's like, you know what? This is all just a ploy. This is just, he begs her to come on the Sunday. She comes on the Sunday. She gets her bell rung. They, they come down together. Now they're back together, holding hands, worshiping together, you know, new lease on life. But what was interesting was when he got home after church on that Wednesday night, he thought maybe there's a problem with my gun. Maybe I need to get it. So he took the gun that he previously had in his mouth and pointed at one of his potted plants, pulled the trigger, and boom, it, it exploded. And then he said he got goosebumps, and he realized Whew. that God was on this. Now, God had to intervene. Mm. You know, had, there, had we not been open, this story could have been different. 
And yeah. we hear that story again and again and again. I can't tell you how many domestic violence, people on the brink of divorce, people that have backslidden back into drugs. Like we had about uh, about between 10 and 15 people in our recovery program that has yeah. gone 10x. That is now wow. 10x in our recovery program because wow. we're not we're not a stone throwing church. We understand that when you're down, you will reach for something that takes you up. And some yeah. for some it's alcohol, for some it's a joint, for some it's you know, it's it's a drug, for some it's a, a strip joint, for some it's the, the rush of a gambling casino. Yeah. But we've got to say, hey, listen, those things may give you a high, but what they take away is greater. Why don't you come to the house of God? We are the greatest hope dealers. You don't yeah. need a dope dealer. You need a hope dealer. You need an injection of faith, <laughs> hope, and love. You need to believe again that tomorrow is going to be better than today, that there's a God that walks with you through yeah. your valley of the shadow of death, and you can fear no evil because he's getting you through to the other side. He's got great plans. I know the plans that I think towards you, says the Lord, good plans, not evil to give you a future and a hope. It's good news. Jesus is going to all the world and preach the good news. The good yeah. news is that God, God loves you. He's for you. He's with you. He's forgiven you of all your sins. And he walks with you through your darkest days to better and brighter days. The Bible says that the way of the upright gets brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. And when people come in and hear this message, hope gets restored. Yes. And uh, we don't want, you know, like I, I think you quoted correctly, 2,700 businesses uh, you know, I think just in, in San Diego itself, they mm -hmm. say we'll never reopen. Well, we're saying, OK, they may not reopen. But you know what? You've got a God that hasn't run out of ideas and yeah. you're not you're you know, the Bible says better is a live dog than a dead lion. You, you know, yeah. that lion may be dead, but, you, you know, you can be a live dog and God still if you're still breathing, God can breathe on you and God can give you an idea, a thought and innovation right now and uh, keep believing and keep pressing. And we're seeing our churches are jam packed because people mm. are desperate and hungry for hope. Well, I believe all things will work together for the good in our country. Mm. I really, really do. I believe that it's individuals like you, uh, your beautiful wife, you have amazing staff that are that are saying, no, we're not going to listen to these lockdown orders. We're not going to cease and desist. We're going to be the spiritual hospital for those that are sick, not, not physically sick, but emotionally sick, mentally sick. Uh, uh, spiritually sick. I'm so appreciative for individuals like you that are standing up uh, because we, we need you right now. We absolutely need you. And if you, I'm not sure if you said, but I know the story about that uh, veteran that tried to take his life. That just happened a couple weeks ago. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the last month. So uh, for stories that fresh, and I know you said you have so many stories like that. It's so important um, that you are there and you're open, but if you would take a minute and just speak to the person that's watching this, that's listening, that maybe doesn't have a church that they're there locally, that they're connected to, that maybe needs some hope. Maybe they're feeling like they need to, they want to end their life. They're listening to the lies of the enemy. Just speak a message and pray right now for somebody watching that's hearing this message and saying, that's me. I need what, what, what Jurgen is talking about. I, I'd be on it. And you know what? For the first time, David, it is so easy. Because for so long, people said, oh, man, you know, there are so many churches. How do I know if I can go to the right one? Well, now it's very easy because if they're shut, don't go there. Yeah. The, ones that are open, the ones that are open, they're the ones that believe that they have a life-giving message to bring. So it's become very easy That's to good. choose which church, which church is a life-giving church that believes in the power of what they preach. But yeah, I just want good. you to know that, listen, Jesus Christ died on a cross not mm -hmm. to condemn sinners, 
but he was condemned for our sins. He took our sins, everything you and I have ever done wrong. But not only that, the Bible says that he carried all of our burden, all of our griefs, all of our sorrows. Literally what God did, if you can imagine the cross is almost like God's, God's uh, refuse dump. And God took all of the sins, all of the trash of humanity, everything that you and I struggle with, and he placed it all upon his son, Jesus Christ, on that cross. Jesus absorbed and died with it, broke the power of sin, broke the power of shame, broke the power of guilt, broke the power of condemnation, broke the spirit of death, was buried on the third day, rose again, so that you not only have forgiveness of your sins, but he rose again on the third day so that you can have the spirit of an overcomer on the inside of you. You know, church is not trying to make you religious. It's trying to help you become powerful. It's trying to help you to realize your God-given potential. And you may be facing, you know, insurmountable odds. The Bible teaches that the God that we serve is the God that overcomes insurmountable odds. It was a teenage boy, maybe 15 or 16 years of age, that stood in a valley facing an undefeated champion from, from the Philistines called Goliath. He was nine feet and nine inches tall. He was a freak, a phenomenon. He was a giant. And there he stood. And David had no armor, no sword, no javelin, no spear, no weaponry, no protection, five smooth stones and a sling. But he said to Goliath, you come against me with your fancy weaponry, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. And this day I will prevail over you. And he took down his Goliath. All the way through the Bible, we have a God that turns up with with the Davids, with the Moseses, with the Gideons, with the Esthers, with the Joshuas facing insurmountable odds. And you know what the Bible says? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know what? I got saved on a beach through a Christian surfers outreach. I grew up in an atheist home. My father was an atheist. He told me there was no such thing as God. And I got to tell you, every single thing that I thought was a, a, a disqualifying factor or a limiting factor or a ceiling over my life, my God has broken through. And I know this, that he's no respecter of persons. If he'll do that for me, he'll certainly do it for you. So if you're watching this right now and you feel like you've run out of hope, I want you to come to the source of all hope, Jesus Christ. Maybe you've run out of faith, come to the source of faith, Jesus Christ. Maybe you've run out of strength or courage. I'm telling you, God is a God of strength and he's a God of courage. He'll walk with you. And if that's you today, all you got to do is just open your heart and just say, Lord, I receive. And let me just pray a prayer. Father, I pray for anybody watching right now that needs to hear this. They tuned into saying today saying, oh, my gosh, God led me here. I needed to hear this word. Father, break through in their lives. Get, begin to speak to them that their tomorrow is going to be greater than their today, that everything they lost yesterday, everything that was taken from them yesterday, that the Bible teaches us that you're a redeemer. To redeem means to bring back that which was lost, that which was stolen, that which was taken. And I want to prophesy and declare over every person that puts their trust in you. The Bible says those who put their trust in you will not be put to shame. Those who put their trust in you will find that their redeemer lives. Even Job in everything he lost says, I know my redeemer lives. And he got back double for his trouble. And I'm praying double for their trouble. If they've lost 100,000 in the COVID lockdowns, I'm prophesying they're going to make 200,000 
before this time next year in 2021 because God is a redeemer God the signature of God is he is a powerful and mighty redeemer in yes. Jesus name amen amen so good Jurgen and I got to tell you for anybody out there that's saying man is this Jurgen is he is he on he's absolutely on point I can attest I was broke busted disgusted almost overdosed <laughs> I uh, had nothing. My wife had left. She'd taken the kids. Oh. My business was in the toilet. It was in the trash. Somebody had taken my business. What was left of me? I was. I had made my bed in hell, like David said in Psalms. I had literally made my bed in hell, and even there, God was with me. And when I began to just put my trust and my faith in Him and do things His way, look at where I'm at. Ten years later, amazing. I imagine. Most importantly, and my wife is in love with me. My daughters uh, are in love with me. They love me as a father. That, that is that is real wealth when you've got family that loves you. And then the extension of that wealth are friends like Jurgen, friends like I've got so many amazing friends that truly love and care about me. Uh, and then obviously the platform that he's given me. So if you at all, anybody was doubting what Jurgen's saying, I am living, breathing, walking yes. proof that God is good. He's a redeemer of our time. He's a redeemer of man. And uh, and he's with us. And his word is true. So, Jurgen, thank you so, so much, my brother, for coming on the show today, for sharing that. I absolutely uh, just believe that that message is for many out there. But if it's for you, you're watching, receive it for yourself. Pray that prayer. And if you don't have a church in your local area that is, uh, that's open, make sure you go to search Awaken Church. San Diego. Tell everybody where to find you on YouTube and on your uh, social media handles. Yeah, awakenchurch.com is the easiest. And then uh, I'm, I'm uh, naughty on Twitter. So I'm at realjurgmeister.com and Jurgmeister spelled with a J. So it looks like real Jurgmeister. And uh, on Instagram, I'm just at Jurgmeister. But uh, David, I just want to say again, when you came to our church, you blew it up. You were a John the Baptist. You were a voice crying in the wilderness. Our church has not been the same since. You made our church better. Thank you for being you. Thank you for the battles you've fought and the victories that you've won because you're, you're a living testimony of God's goodness. And I honestly believe that God has raised you to be a, a voice for such a time as this. So thank you for having me on your show. What a privilege. What an honor. You're a hero. Thank you. More power to you. I'm going online. I'm going to buy some of those products. I was, that's I'll why send I was, you some. But, oh, well, I'm going to get some more. But uh, that's why I was with the Gavin Newsom. I was trying to put in the, the code to get the products. <laughs> get his products. Get his book. They're life-changing. Thank you so much for having me, David. Thank you, Jurgen. You're an amazing blessing to me. And, uh, yeah, it was an honor to be there and speak at your church. You are a catalyst. You, you are you're a truth teller. You are a trailblazer. You are what pastors need to be following and doing right now. You're doing it. So thank you so much for everything you're doing. God bless you, my friend. Love you. All right. Love you too. God bless you. Bye. Friends, make sure you follow and connect with Jurgen. Go to awakenchurch.com. Connect with him. Watch his sermons there. Watch his, his, uh, his preaching, his testimonies. Watch what he's got going on and share this video. Share it with family. Share with friends. And as Jurgen said, help support my channel, support my show. Go to uncorkliving.com. Get some products. I know you'll I know you'll absolutely love them. And use the code REVIVE. That's going to give you 30% off your entire order for a limited time. It'll be like that for about another 48 hours. So God bless you today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. 
This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.